0: two good friends from college talking about what's new with los angeles clippers there's always so
1: much to discuss let's jump right in it's la clips forum hey, it's la clips forum with jesse and brian
2: welcome to the LA Clips forum my name is brian andrew i'm here with my co-host
1: unmuted jesse sandoval what's up guys
2: that was really good. I didn't Maybe even know I, I didn't even, I didn't even know you were muted.
1: Dude, I was because I was opening my water bottle and I didn't want to make a noise. I didn't want to make noise while you're doing that.
2: that so. That's a pretty good skill to unmute yourself right on time. To yeah, do. I re-
1: imagine I just knocked over my laptop. <laughs> 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 it was good. We wouldn't have left it in. <laughs>
2: uh, so me and you were having like a 25-minute discussion about the last of us before we got on uh and i there there was a moment where i was like you know what let's just talk about this <laughs> as as well as good as the clippers have been the last of us has been a really good show
1: yes uh from start to from the start right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um the first three episodes have been fantastic the last episode
2: was amazing so good
1: yeah i i've played the video game myself uh you know i was so fixated on playing this video game i literally texted my friend like i i, I had an xbox right I was a, I was an Xbox guy uh, when the Xbox 360 came out or the Xbox one came Xbox, the original Xbox came out. And uh, I was like watching the game. I was like, this game looks so great. I told my buddy like, Hey, let me borrow your PS3. And like, I rented the game and I played like four days straight. (laughs) yeah i suck at video games too sometimes so it takes me a little bit longer and i played in a harder
2: difficulty is is it is it a difficult game to uh get through or is it just like something you have have to have patience for
1: well well, i'm also very i'm like scaredy cat so like uh i get a little i get a little little if it gets too tense of the scene i gotta like all right i gotta wait till daytime
2: no i get that i get that
1: so um that also plays a factor in it but uh, yeah, it, it can be very difficult. Um it's it's um, but it's rewarding. It's it's not like it's Elden Ring or anything like those other games are like extremely difficult where it just takes the fun out of it. Um, I, I think it'd be fine. Um, but yeah, so I've I've uh, I played the game um, and I remember the storyline pretty well. Mm-hmm. And the the adaptation for episode three and and Billy's arc was amazing. It was heartfelt. Uh, in the game i was telling brian this in the game like you really billy's like a forgettable arc. he's a forgettable character
0: mm-hmm.
1: and in the story like you just fall in love for billy like you just love this guy and billy and his partner um which is frank right frank yeah yeah so um
2: I, yeah i'm making i'm making the effort i i told you a couple of weeks ago right we were talking about this and i said hey i'm thinking about playing the game and I, now after this episode, I told myself, you know what? Don't play the game. Don't ruin it for yourself. Enjoy the show. And then you can play the game after.
1: Yeah, I absolutely I, agree. With that.
2: I ruined The Walking Dead for myself. <laughs> so I'm not, I, I, I've am I learned from my mistakes. So yeah, yeah, we're, I totally agree with that. So what we're basically trying to say is uh, when you're not watching The Clippers, just watch The Last of Us. And when you're finished watching The Last of Us, watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> but, but this is a Clippers pod. Uh I would say just in general, just from chatting with you, mm-hmm. this has been probably the most positive and optimistic we've been all season. Yeah. Usually 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 it's very defensive optimism. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm optimistic, but I'm defending a bad product.
0: <laughs> you know,
2: <laughs> but but this legit for the last week or so has felt like we're actually watching really good basketball. Mm -hmm. And the only game they lost was a game where basically nobody played in. Yeah. So, and you know what? Like I said, it's a back-to-back. We're not expecting to play back-to-backs. I think Farbod put a tweet up that's saying like, every win matters. So this is kind of, I'm just paraphrasing, but this is disappointing. And my response to something like that is like, well, what did we expect? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially you go out, you win the Hawks game. Yeah, you because know, oh, let me ask you would you rather them tried playing like Kawhi on one day and PG on the other and seeing if you could try to get both? Or would you just want to make sure they play together and get the one win for sure against the Hawks?
0: Yeah,
1: I'd rather play against the Hawks. I'll be honest. Um... That's
2: how I felt about it too.
1: It was a streak too. There was like it it was a four-game winning streak. You want to extend it because you know there's still some doubts about this team, and then you you solidified it by saying like you know we beat the Hawks. I don't blame them for not playing it, Uh, playing a back-to-back from Cleveland all the way to uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, from Atlanta all the way to Cleveland. So um, I'm not gonna be too harsh on them, but it was a really nice win streak. Uh, It was fun to watch the team. Look like it just looked like there's a resurgence of happiness in the team. Like Reggie Jackson just looks like he he looks a different person. He looks happier now.
2: He he he's like the meter. He's like I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but like he's the person you zone in on to make sure the Clippers are happy and there's a good chemistry in the locker room or something. He's our mood ring. Yeah, he's our mood ring. If if Reggie looks like he's in a good place, the team probably is in good place.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And, like, you finally I, – I felt like it's been a while since I've seen the smile. Yeah. You know, like, I'll be sincere out of this. Like, uh, I know Clipper Nation, uh, including myself, you know, was kind of kind getting frustrated with Reggie Jackson. Not so much with Reggie Jackson himself, but, like, with Ty Lu and how he was handling Reggie Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was rough. And, you know, to see him finally get – see shots go down – it was really nice. I'm really happy for Reggie Jackson. I could, I hope he continues on, um, you know, playing. I love the roller coaster as long as the highs are highs and the lows are mid, right? <laughs> like, well, like
2: as long uh, as like Ty Lu is playing Terrence Mann or Norman Powell when Reggie's lows are low, <laughs> yeah, and he's playing Reggie when the highs are high. I think that's that's where it is. Like, yeah. you know, I feel like. As long as you, you coach Reggie like he's a mid-game adjustment and just not this uh, set-it-and-forget-it fourth-quarter guy, yeah. I, I think we're all okay with the Reggie Jackson thing.
1: I agree. Um, and another player to highlight, honestly, besides Kawhi and Paul George, is Norman Powell. Honestly, like, he's been fun to watch.
2: I... I i'm I'm a hundred percent bought in that he's essential for our championship run, like obviously, if we trade him for something that's ten times better, I'm not gonna be mad at it, but him coming off the bench and being a microwave player off the bench or being someone that we could plug into the fourth quarter if we need scoring or we don't mm-hmm. uh i I do think Norm's finally discovering his role, but well, we'll talk about how he kind of played against the Cavs and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I, I, I officially think he's pretty essential for a championship run.
1: Yeah. Um, I was going to say, what is with Clippers finding six men, you know, candidates, dude? Like, it's ridiculous. Like,
2: Yeah, it's not like – so far it doesn't seem like it's a recipe for championship basketball. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's uh... – <laughs> but it's a very it's a very clippers thing to have. Now I don't know if he's gonna win it this year because I feel like he's had a pretty off and on first three months of the season. But I I do think if he has a very solid final two months of the season, it's he's gonna at least be in consideration for another six man, for the six man award.
1: Yeah. Uh I completely agree with you. Um and I'm sure you're you'd agree with me watching paul Jordan and kawaii play honestly kawaii himself like well both you guys honestly like you forget how good these guys are because you don't see the product together all the time like yeah
2: you you know what like us as fans and us with the with us with the podcast because i bet you me and you did not have this podcast me and you would probably just delete each other's numbers off our phone and then uh, hit each other up on Twitter, asking them a point, but hey, can I get your number again? And then I'd be like, oh, hey, yeah. And then we're just chatting about how cool the Clippers are. But during this run, we probably would just delete our numbers and just not talk about the Clippers. That being said, the moment in the Laker game, when Paul George dove to the floor and this is when the Lakers had a ton of momentum, the King was playing like the King. He, he, he wanted to make oh, sure yeah. he got those 40 points. <laughs> and,
1: <laughs> just a kid from Akron, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> so when, but, but when Paul George dove for the ball and Kawhi ran the court, like he could have just stayed at half court and saw what Paul George was doing. He didn't have to run the court but he ran the court, got in the passing lane, stole the ball, and dunked it while getting fouled. At that moment, I legit was like, these players give a damn. Mm -hmm. Like We've been talking about how this team does not give a damn all season long. But in that moment specifically, I was like, this team gives a damn. They do want to win. They're going to try to do it their way, and even if their way is not a recipe for a championship team, like we've been saying all podcasts, but it was good to see them because like going into that Laker game, we, I think we won two games at that point. That was a statement game because the Lakers were on, they had a, a ton of momentum. They came back, they beat the Memphis Grizzlies. They came back from like a points to beat the Blazers Everyone, even some people in the Clippers fan base, I'm sure I could find some receipts saying, like, this Lakers team would beat this Clippers team. And we went into that game. And we, for the most part, just looked like the better basketball team. And when the Lakers went on their run, and we could have crumbled, and it could have just been hashtag Clippers basketball, Mm -hmm. they answered to the point where Darvin Ham had to take his players out because they were on a back-to-back or something. Like, it, it's I don't care about, like, you know, the Lakers didn't have AD or the Lakers didn't have anyone. We've been playing the Lakers for 11 years, and for plenty of those games, we didn't have our main guys either. And we showed up and won those games. So it was a statement game. And then they come off the high of the statement game and then you beat San Antonio like you're supposed to. You go in there and you beat the Hawks. The Hawks are not a bad team. They're not, they don't seem like they have it together. We know how that goes. Mm. But we went in there, we went into Atlanta, won the game we were supposed to, and then we sat for the Cleveland game. Like, remember when Ty Lu said, we're just waiting for us to win five to six games, and then we all laughed at him? <laughs> because we were like, <laughs> like, what do you mean win the fight? We just want you to play five to six games, let alone win five to six games. <laughs> and it happened. And yeah, not every team we played was healthy, not every team we played was good, but we went out there and got five games, and now we're in contention. If the Memphis Grizzlies keep playing like crap, that we could get the second seed if we play well enough for these next two months. If not, we could easily fall back to the 10th seed. <laughs> you know, it's we do have the toughest schedule in the NBA. But this was a very, very promising last two weeks of the NBA season for the Clippers. Mm. That was my tangent. I just thought I would.
1: <laughs> I, I think it was a welcome t- tangent. On, honestly, thank you. Um, I, I completely agree with you. You know, like that's basketball, right? Everyone's going to be injured. You know, we other teams took advantage of our energy uh, injuries and they beat us.
0: Mm. Um,
1: but. The fact is that we came in, we played our level of basketball, right? That's that's mm-hmm. that's the key thing right there. Like we saw the potential for this team, and Nicholas Batum looks really good. That's one guy I forgot to mention. Oh yeah, uh, you know he. Shut
2: my mouth. <laughs> oh yeah. he he shut mine a long time ago. But I like I he, he, he kissed he, it. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like kiss kiss my ring, and I'm like what ring? And I'm like I guess he, I kiss his wedding ring. Like
1: <laughs> dude, I want to marry him when he like posted the NBA street. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the
2: Baron Davis cover. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was a really good game. Can I tell you something? um yeah. This is going to be a little off topic, but uh, I have this little theory uh, or. I think this is what's going to happen with the Grizzlies. You know, they created this r- rivalry with the Golden State Warriors, and so far, they are not winning any of the games. No. If if it continues this season, they don't win any games, and they don't want to. Tr- they don't want a championship. They're going to become Lop City. Oh, you know that. what?
2: You know what?
1: It's going to be toxic, and they're going to yeah. implode.
2: They're, they don't have enough vets on their team to keep it from not being toxic. And we might begin to NBA rivals for him with this discussion, but like Stephen Adams is not enough of that to keep that to keep that, <laughs> yeah. in, to keep that together over there. Um, no. Yeah. You know what, though? Like everyone. OK, let me put it this way. If you're a Memphis Grizzlies fan, you're probably like, man, I like that. Jaw said like, yeah, we're fine in the West. You like that. You like that confidence in your player. You like that they had a rough ending to last season and they're going to come into this season like, no, we got this. We know how to win now. But then to like blow games against the Lakers, still not beat the Warriors. Like these, it's not like the Lakers and the Warriors are like that impressive this year. Like they have their impressive moments, but they're not as impressive as any of these other teams. And then the fact that the Memphis Grizzlies still have a lot of flaws themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like. If the Clippers were to catch the Memphis Grizzlies, that's a tall. Like we're five games behind,
0: mm-hmm.
2: five and a half games behind. Actually, that's going to be a tough task. But the Memphis Grizzlies have shown me that they could lose games, and we and if we go on a winning streak and we play the Grizzlies like four hundred times <laughs> in the last like two months,
0: mm.
2: it think I think that's an interesting thing to watch. Now I might be thinking too ahead of myself, but we're only. Two games behind the Kings. The Kings have been playing exceptional basketball. They, They're on they a losing
1: streak right now. Well, two yeah, game losing streak. Yeah,
2: like be. I believe they won today. Oh, they did. They
1: beat the they beat the Timberwolves.
2: Uh, they yeah they beat the Timberwolves in OT, but they yeah they've been on a they've been they've lost a few games. The mm-hmm. beam hasn't been lighting too often. Yeah. Um. So we're in that mix as well. So. Maybe we should just be looking after the Kings, but I would say the Clippers have played well enough in these last five games that I should say that you are chasing the Grizzlies as well. You're probably not going to catch the Nuggets. But if you could get that second seed, then every Clipper fan <laughs> who basically was like, well, this isn't championship basketball, I guess we could all shut up because they got exactly the seed they were supposed to get. They might. And since there's so much parody in the West... That we might not have to get close to 60 games to get that. Mm -hmm. But knowing how the season goes and its up and downs, and we have the toughest schedule, would you be content with the fourth seed?
1: I would. I'd just be content in going into the playoffs, not. Being going to the, play the in. play-in, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, like on the on the pod last week, I said, like, what do the Clippers have to do? And I said, like, just look really good going into the playoffs and just avoid the play-in, basically.
1: Yeah, I was re- I was very pissed, so I didn't take anything you said. I just said in my head, I just said shut the f- up, Brian. <laughs> 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 <Just> like, <laughs> I'll be 100 percent with you. Uh I was not in the mood, but you know what? You you're optimistic when I should have been optimistic, and you know what? This is this is why we work well together um yeah honestly looking at the standings right now it's not a big deal that we didn't play against the cleveland cavaliers on on the crazy back-to-back honestly
2: and the pelicans were the team that was behind us they played the bucks and they lost as well Mm. so like if you're gonna choose any game you're gonna choose when the team that's playing behind you that can't catch up to you playing Mm -hmm. the best team in the nba
1: was that our final back-to-back
2: uh, no, we have two more in March and we have one more in April. And the one in April is the final two games of the year.
1: Would you be concerned if we, Kawhi and Paul George sit out on the back-to-backs?
2: Yeah, it's just it's just three more. If you told me Kawhi Leonard and Paul George only missed three more games this season, sign me up. Sign me up. There's there's no, I I would have no argument with that. Now, obviously, if they're we're in a tight standings race, I'm, that day might come, or we get destroyed by the first game, and then Kawhi decides not to play the second one. Oh, I, I, I might, I might have a feeling <laughs> of, <laughs> by then. But if right now in writing you were to ask me, like, all right, they only they only miss three more games for the rest of the year, sign me up.
1: Mm, okay. I. Uh... Yeah, I, I guess I'd have to agree with that. I think those are really good context that you put in. So, you know what, Brian, I, I'm with you. I, I agree with you on this one. Um, I
2: I appreciate when you do that. It makes me yeah, feel just, good.
1: Just once, once we go on a losing streak, I swear to God. <laughs> yeah,
2: you're just, you're, just, you're just gonna beat. The- <laughs> You're gonna invite me to come over. He's like, "Hey, you want to play The Last of Us?" Make sure. <laughs> and, then, and then you just, you, I'm like, "Hey, where's the PS5?" You, you open the door. the door.
1: <laughs> you open the door. You just walk into a UFC cage, like an yeah. <laughs> What the f- is this?
2: <laughs> like, tell no one.
1: <laughs> I'm beat the optimistic out of you,
0: bro. <laughs>
2: but so yeah, uh, we, we have. Let me just double check this one, two, three, four. We have five games left until the trade deadline. I wouldn't be surprised if we lose at least one or two of those games simply because of roster transitions because of trades.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And like certain players can't play because we traded them and certain players we brought in can't play because we just traded for them kind of thing. So we have a depleted roster and we lose a game. I wouldn't be surprised if that were to happen, um, We play the Mavericks the day before the trade deadline um and then we play the bucks the day after the trade deadline, which another game, which I wouldn't be surprised if we're having so much roster transitions that some people are not available for that bucks game, right? We do get the bucks games out of the way in the same like week <laughs> so so that's that's fine um uh, might as well right um i remember last year we traded for norman powell and we played the bucks and just got our asses absolutely kicked in <laughs> so uh it, it, we i think we always just play the bucks at around the same time of the year I'm looking,
1: um i'm looking at the games right now so based on the games right now the bulls are winnable
2: i would say it's winnable it, like that that's a game if we lost. if we lost i'd be like hmm <laughs> All right.
1: yeah, that's a gimme, I should say. That's a gimme. Um, depending on availability, I think Bucks is winnable.
2: Bucks is winnable
1: if if Kawhi and PG play,
2: if Kawhi and Paul George are playing, and the Bucks are because I know the Bucks were dealing with some of their own injury issues at, at the time.
1: Is Bobby Portis still out? Uh,
2: as far as I thought so, but and I'm okay. looking at this ESPN injury report right now, and to be honest, NZ, the ESPN injury reports. it's like it's written by an AI machine that doesn't know what injuries are going. (laughs) 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 Um, We play the Knicks, which is winnable, but you never know. The Knicks are a good team. Like all these teams are good enough to beat us, but we're also good enough to beat them.
1: Yeah. Especially with the Nets. Since they only have Kyrie and Ben Simmons is afraid to shoot. We have Luca's
2: uh, number this year when we play the Mavs. But also, if we were to make a trade that day, maybe half our roster's is not playing. You know, is stuff he
1: up. is he okay? I thought he were, I thought he, uh, thought he hurt himself.
2: Yeah. Well, he dropped fifty three today, so I think he's uh, okay. No, he him. did hurt himself. He like, I got a because he's on one of my fantasy teams, and I got an update saying he's playing today. <laughs> so I was like, uh. <laughs> 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 um, uh, the Bucks. Uh, the day after the deadline, and then we play the Warriors. We play the Warriors four days later. it. I'd, I mean.
1: okay. I'd be okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be 100% with you. If we win against the Bulls, we are competitive against the Bucks. we beat the Knicks.
0: We beat I the don't Nets. care about the Nets
1: and Mavs. I just want to beat the Warriors. That's all I want.
2: That's On the what 14th? Really yes. So if we went 3-3 three and three in our next six, you'd be okay with that?
1: I think I'll be okay with
2: that, yeah. All right. Um, so you brought this up because I think we got into a tiny debate slash – it was just more of a discussion more than a debate.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But earlier in the season, I made the claim that our team isn't as deep as we think it is.
1: And I should also add, I agree with you. After a couple of episodes, <laughs> oh
2: yeah, you did agree with me. Yeah,
1: I, I agree with you after a couple of episodes, and I just how, started seeing.
2: The, how, how do you feel about it after the win streak and with the trade deadline looming?
1: I I think there's still an issue at the at the. I I think we still have the same issue that we had before, which is, um, the one. I, I think we need a point guard. I I will agree with that um some people won't i know i i could see terrence man playing and paul george playing but like sometimes paul george is too careless with the ball and like i don't really trust i'm not trust them but like it's like for a guy who's fragile do you want to continue put more like you know responsibilities and more wear and tear on this guy like
2: i get that um i think I th- i think that's honestly Kawhi, tyloos and even maybe paul george's stance on it it's just like they'd rather not have to play or have the ball in their hands every single possession yeah like so to your point
1: um so yeah i do agree with the uh backup center is uh still a glaring issue that we kind of need to address but everything else i just felt like this winch. This like Game win streak it was nice to see like all the pieces together complementing each other um there's only so much and reggie jackson said there's only so much they can do you know without their stars yeah um and so i, I think we're still in good position when it comes to depth um mm-hmm. but i'm still okay with losing some of the pieces if we you know get to address some of those issues
2: i still feel like we could trade for like three to four players and still be as deep as we think we are. Like, if we I, trade a bunch of people, if we trade a bunch of people and Amir Coffee was our 10th best player, I think we're fine. Uh, if we trade a bunch of people and I don't know, Moose is our 10th best player, we're probably fine. Because, um, like, in the playoffs, you only play like eight to nine people anyway. Mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, but. The difference between this year and last year is, like, for example, when we when we first went into the season and we were talking about how deep this team was, I honestly think it came from, like, where we were at last season. And our thought process was, like, well, when – because I think everyone expected Paul George and Kawhi to miss games. Everyone was, like, they might miss up to 30 games, right? That's a lot of games to miss. But we were, like, we'd still be fine. <laughs> and I think, like – this Cleveland game is a perfect example. Like, yeah, we didn't have Reggie, we didn't have Morris, we didn't have, I guess, John Wall. Um, but we also didn't really have our main guys. And last year we were like the cardiac Clippers. This year we're not very cardiacy. <laughs> like it's like we're like it just seems like a schedule loss. Like we're willing to take it this L because I think we get the next three kind of, and it's that trade off. Last year, and even like even the year before, like I don't think we really felt like there was a trade off, but I think we've really legitimately felt like we could win these games. Mm-hmm. Like we might, it might not be easy, but we legitimately felt like we could win these games. And this year, just seemed like you know, these are scheduled losses. I like, don't like you could you could just you could watch the first quarter, see how it's going, and then tune out if you want.
1: Yeah, we and... we felt we felt that we could beat the below five hundred teams without Kawhi and PG. Obviously, it was a long shot against like the Nets. That was the most surprising win, right? The Toronto yeah. Raptors, and you know they won those games, and you know they instilled like a confidence in this team. And
2: but it, we it's can't, hard we, to explain.
1: I don't, I don't understand what.
2: Yeah, we came back from twenty five against the Nuggets last year. We we beat the really good Warriors team with Steph Curry. Like we 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 won pretty impressive games last year. We also lost pretty unimpressive games too. But that comes with the team that we had. So like I do like we could go back to the Kenny Smith stuff, you know, and be like, well, they don't know the roles because nobody plays. Like I, you know, Kawhi's played for almost two months now. And Paul George has played for at least during this winning streak. we I I it seems like everyone's good. Everyone knows their role. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's it's so uh, it's just these games where they don't play and we are like like i said like it might only be three games and if it's only three games i think we're fine but it might end up being more we don't know that
1: it could it could have been also a combination of like you're seeing your main guy is not healthy enough to play a game that that's going to deflate your your uh, morale and yeah. then you're on top of that you're getting beat by these lesser teams That just pounds that back into it into this team's morale as well. So I think it could be a combination of all those things, and Mm -hmm. and then you're still losing with them. Like it's it it can be a mental hurdle. So this win streak was good. I think this win streak is going to be really helpful.
2: Uh, Yeah, I I think it helped. I got a lot of people on board just for them to get traded. We we did see in this uh, win streak Luke Kennard start because Marcus Morris couldn't play, mm-hmm. and I loved it. To see Luke Kennard start, it was um, Terrence Mann, Luke, Hawaii, George, and Zoo as the starting lineup. And just having that extra sniper on the court, man, I liked it. But you get. Yeah. St- but sometimes I see Canard get stuck in the corner, and he's like, "I'm gonna throw this away." <laughs>
0: I'm,
2: like, uh, I'm like, "Hey man, you're you're like half-assed on the trade block, right? Let's." <laughs> I need to chuck that,
1: <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: you're, you're, uh, you're the Raptors, uh, liking one of your threes away from getting off this team. So, like, let's let's chill on the turnovers. <laughs>
1: yeah um <laughs> so it's like a man too like during that like Cavs game like he was just making some bad calls and i'm just like yeah this guy might get traded <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah right um amir coffee didn't look that great against the Cavs. um but he's been out of the lineup for a while so i can't really knock him on that one
2: yeah i i honestly think when he reassigned he's like yeah I, i'll I'll compete for a spot and then he's just competing for a spot next to rocco on the bench <laughs> <laughs> He was getting uh, paid though well he's, he probably could have got more somewhere else in my personal opinion, but he's getting he's getting money to do what he loves, I guess
1: so on the bench yeah um <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know was there what was well, what else is on our itinerary for today
2: uh, according to e s p n the clippers are more in on Fred van Vliet than they are on Mike Conley. I think that's some good news.
1: I agree. I'm absolutely with uh, it, the fact that Mike Conley was even considered pisses me off.
2: <laughs> I, I've i had to as a Clippers fan, knowing that I, would, I might have to root for this guy at some point this season started to talk myself into it and thinking all right, well, what if we just got rid of all our bad guards and consolidated them into just one bad guard and Things he does well, he doesn't turn the ball over. He can hit an open three. Outside of that, he doesn't really bring much to the team. <laughs> he, he used to play good defense, but he's thirty-five. He's old. So, but if I would, it was
1: Prima Conley, oh, yes. yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that's a different story. But
2: I, I would, I would rather just keep Reggie Jackson. Then trade for Mike Conley, and you know what? I feel like Paul George feels the same. <laughs> I feel, <laughs> and I feel maybe even Tyloo feels the same. Um,
1: Kawhi's indifferent. <laughs>
2: yeah, Ka- 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 Kawhi's like I, I don't know, man. Just do what you got to do. <laughs> like, Lawrence Frank's like I'm asking you, man. <laughs> like my job is on the line here. And so they're, they're in that, a group
1: chat he just saw three dots from Kawhi, and then it disappeared yeah. <laughs> he never responded.
2: he's like i don't have time for this and they're on the same <laughs> plane together <laughs> like he's just like two seats from each other <laughs> and you just see you just see Kawhi like you just hear the beep of him closing his the app on his phone <laughs> I don't know. and
1: lauren's like what 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 uh, <laughs> But, yeah, for Fred Van Fleet, I'm kind of on board with that uh, after our discussion earlier before the podcast. You know, he's still relatively young. Uh, I know he wants a contract extension uh, if the Clippers I, are willing to pay for it. Uh, I, I,
2: sure. I'm not sure if they can. I don't know if they have their bird rights. I'm sure there's a podcast that's already come out that said they do, but I haven't listened to it yet.
1: Probably Trent's podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah, Trent, 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 <laughs> Trent, 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 Trent has the answers to all this. Even if he doesn't work out as well as we thought he could, he'll be cheaper this offseason, hopefully. And even if he's not, he makes $21.5 million now, and let's just say he wants to make about 25 He's a There's players in this league that make $25 million that are worse than him. If we had to pay Fred Van Vliet $25 million to come back to our team next year, I'm not against that at all. Like, And if we just have to rock with the Toronto Raptor role players (laughs) because Kawhi and Paul George move on. And if everyone's worried about losing this draft pick, I'm pretty sure we could get a draft pick or two back if we ever decide to move on from the 2-1-3 era. I'm sure we could get a draft pick at some point. We might not get the seven we traded for Paul George, (laughs) but we'll get a draft pick back. I agree, and we're going to have three or four to rock with this offseason anyways so like just trade this one just trade this one give them whatever role players they want and let's rock with fred van vliet like there's some players that i would like push back on like i wouldn't want to trade luke i wouldn't want to trade terrence mm-hmm. but i guess i would let go of luke
1: if personally one of my other reasons why i want this to happen because i just want Kawhi to like not feel like he's GM, if this if this shit blows up and doesn't work, <laughs> like, yeah. like Lawrence Fango tells him, I'm the GM for a reason. Please, <laughs> like, right. let me do my magic. So,
2: so you're saying he wants you want us to get Fred VanVleet, and for for it to kind of it might blow up on the Clippers' face, and then for it, Lawrence, it's a win win, a, for it's, it's a win win for me. It's a it's a win it's for a win, win for you.
1: Yeah, we 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 get a chip. Cool. If it blows up, it doesn't work. Kawhi needs to shut the up. No, I'm just
2: my my stance on it, it my my stance on it is Fred VanVleet's playing better he's having an off year he's probably he's actually having a pretty bad year he's still playing better than our fourth best player on the team <laughs> so like like yeah yeah I, you know what i mean like
1: he's he's a huge upgrade from John
2: Wall yeah he's a huge upgrade from a lot of guys we got <laughs> so my biggest frustration would be if we got Fred van Lee and then we, for whatever reason, kept both Reggie Jackson and John wall, and I'm like, "What are, what's this? <laughs> like when the Padres last year got Juan Soto. They offered him to the Washington Nationals, and then Eric Cosmer uses no trade clause. You know what the Padres did? They decided, you know what? We're still we're still going to get rid of Eric Cosmer. I don't. I don't really. <laughs> so whether the Toronto Raptors take John Wall or not, you still got to shop John Wall out. Like it, it's not me and you are fans. We're the we're the eye test from the three hundred section, right? We are fans first. We are willing to uh, be intrigued by personality over the stat sheet sometimes. And we were willing to give John Wall an extra two to three weeks more than probably most of our fan base did. And it's just, it's not working. Let's move on. Thank you. Thank you for giving us an interesting first half of the season, Mr. Wall. We're going to try to bring in uh, someone better. And even if we don't bring in someone better, Addition by subtraction is probably best case scenario. If we just got rid of John Wall in the off season, by the deadline, that might be fine too. Yeah,
1: we just can't waste the
2: season. Yeah, we can't we waste the season. You're, yes. That's the perfect example. That's the. Per- I feel like we all just like tippy-toe around that, but it's like, yeah, like who gives a f- who gives a hell who who gives a hell <laughs> 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 who who gives a shit about a first round draft pick in two thousand twenty eight if we can't even try to win a championship this year. Yeah, like if we want to if we want a draft pick in 2028, I'm pretty sure we could find a way to get a draft pick in 2028 if it's that important to us. So let's let's not let's not fool around this offseason. Let's just let's just get it done.
1: We traded seven picks for Paul George. Yeah,
2: let's um, not waste those
1: picks. Like I on, I, I,
2: I I promise you, we will have. Is who won the Shea Paul George trade in this offseason. I'm pretty sure we will have that. Especially if the Clippers don't win a championship.
1: I I I hear ears ringing right now. I can, I can that
2: that's 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 going to be a hard ass two hour podcast because I don't think either one of us is going to shut up about that one.
1: Can we not talk about that yet? Can we just talk yeah? About that? Let's let's, let's focus. Let's focus here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, five game winning streak. We look good. Everything looks good. If they make a move for Fred VanVleet.
2: Let's go. Let's just do it. Yeah. Uh, would you get Cam Reddish for a second round draft pick?
0: Yeah,
2: I would too. Absolutely. Why? Why not? <laughs> like even yeah. if it's, the Knicks are not playing him, even if we don't play him, like let's just yeah. let just get him.
1: It'll just be nice for a change
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, I heard Mike P- Pl- Mike Plum-y. Plum-y? A
1: first round. They want a first round pick for Mike Plumlee. <laughs> yeah, we both Rudy were like... Gobert. Rudy Gobert <laughs> up the market i swear yeah, it's, God. It's, it's, seriously
2: first of all, nba teams don't even use centers anymore and somehow we're dra- we're trading like all our draft capital for them <laughs> like,
1: rudy yeah. gobert has yeah. up two things mm-hmm. 2020 nba season and the fucking <laughs> the free agency <laughs> and, the, and the f***ing uh, yeah it's it, like
2: we, are, we we keep looking back on the bubble and thinking about oh like lou will and no rudy gobert is probably why we lost that championship <laughs>
1: And he's only—I'm pretty sure he's only sorry because he—he got other people sick. Um. Yeah. Um. Was there anything else?
2: No, that's just that's that's about it. Um. Okay.
1: Uh, let me add this real quick. Uh, when I say trans podcast, that's Clippers ninety four fifty. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, good stuff there. did i freeze no i'm just kidding <laughs> 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 i just said i said uh hoping brian want to see me but yeah um I'm i don't know if do look- you want to shout out our pa- patreon patreon
2: i do want to shout out our patreon our patreon is patreon.com at l not at it's just slash l eclipse forum we do the ontario Clips forum where we talk about a g-league team and Moses is going coast to coast we talk about the NBA. We do the NBA rivals form at least once a month. And we talk about all the people that hate the Clippers and all the teams that we hate as well. And we basically talk about them for a good 20 minutes. At least last time we <laughs> did it. Last time we did a solid hour. Cause we were also watching the Mavs Lakers game. And we decided to just rock a podcast while that went to OT. Uh, I hope but,
1: people enjoy that one. Cause I actually, I thought so. no, that was
2: fun. I had a good time doing it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and then we do fancy sports. Right now, we're currently in a fancy basketball season uh, league. Uh, me and Jesse are co-owning a team. I don't think Jesse has any idea what's going on. Dude, but, I don't even know who's on our roster. Um, uh, Rudy Gobers. <laughs> <So, laughs>
1: no wonder why we're trash.
2: Uh, we're in first place, I believe. Uh, oh, let me—I should confirm that before I say it on the pod because I don't want people to think I'm a liar. Let's see here.
1: Hey, we won! Yeah, the champions. Uh, yeah.
2: Oh, uh, we did win. All right. And we are in first place by five games. So there we go. That's
0: and a team.
2: well, you know what? I put it together. So <laughs> <laughs> if Lawrence if Lawrence ranks, once it hits me, hit once it hit me up and about putting together a, a team full of stats, guys, then I'm his guy. <laughs> um, you can find us on Twitter at Little clips forum. Uh, we appreciate everybody who is listening to this pod because you could be doing anything with your time, mm-hmm. but you're spending it with us. We gave you a little short podcast today because I wouldn't be surprised at any day. Now we're doing an emergency pod because of a trade. So we thought we'd keep this one shorter and you should watch the last of us. Um, mm. Jesse. Yes. Should the title of this podcast be the last of us <laughs> <laughs> or should it be? Cardiaki <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know how to spell that
1: uh i as much as i like the last of us i, I think cardiacy is good I, I all
2: right know. we're good with cardiac. i'm gonna have to figure out how to spell that i like i see it in my head but it's very like dyslexic on like where i'm putting like some c's and k's and stuff um but yeah
1: it was beautifully done thank you
2: jesse i know you had a long day i appreciate you Come to do the pod with me.
1: Anything for you guys.
2: No, your sweetheart. (laughs) All right, we're out.
1: Later, guys.